0: Hey everybody, Brian Fonseca here to tell you about the multi-time award winning series out now that is Side Hustle, which is created, executive produced, hosted, and edited by me, brian fonseca side hustle is a sit-down interview series that taps into sacrifice the odd avenues taken to progress closer to your ultimate dreams and some jokes as well because you know we always got to find funny and we always got to find time to laugh side hustle has been named to the best tv and web series category at several different film festivals including the 2020 international new york film festival the new york movie awards and a host of others be sure to watch season one in full right now on either brianfonseca.net or youtube.com slash brian Fonseca, brian with a y remember all eight episodes trailers teasers and promo are free to watch and the series as a whole is approximately two hours long everyone has a story everyone has a side hustle be sure to watch season one out now
1: Posed by Vulture that has the 100 hip-hop songs, 100 best hip-hop songs, that define New York hip-hop. Really interesting. has a lot of hip-hop heads, especially New Yorkers, like all of ourselves. Discussing this, uh, we got Brian Fonseca here, Jamal Murphy, my man Gerard Hector. Uh, All huge hip-hop fans, you know we're always down to talk some hip-hop. I thought, guys, this was a kind of a nice coded word here. Interesting list to say... uh, the, the least here, I, I had some issues, as I know we all had some issues with it, but this is why they make these lists. And I kind of hate when these lists are like 100 because I just feel like it's too hard to rank 100 things anyway. Um, what did you guys think of the list? Uh, I'm glad this list came out. It's a good discussion because we don't hear a lot about what defines New York hip-hop or the sound. We've really kind of gotten away from that in hip-hop. What did you guys think of the list?
2: I mean, I... So I was the one who sent it around, right, in the chat first. I saw it, and I really, I mean, full disclosure, I did it because I knew Brian would start wilding out. So that was really the my, <laughs> that was really my first impetus. I was like, man, let me get him to wild out real quick about something. So I sent that, and I did. Know, I did. That's yeah, always entertaining for me when he starts wilding. But, um, you know, going through it, my first thing whenever I see lists like this is first understanding, like, all right, like they ask a bunch of people and what the process is when they go through it, right? So they have people send in what, they, what their favorite song, uh, songs they think are, define it, rank it, whatever. And then a bunch of editors sit around with all the people who, who send lists come in and they then assign certain points or whatever based on, I'm sure, frequency of it appearing on the number of times people mention it. And then, of course, like their own biases in terms of New York, whatever and all that. So I was like, all right, that's one piece. My main thing was like, OK, are all the right songs on there? Are there any glaring omissions? Like, that's the first thing. What song is missing, not what order is in. And for the most part, I mean, we found a couple. We'll get into what we thought. Ooh, that probably could have been on there or whatever. But for the most part, I thought a lot of the songs were well represented. Then it came down to, all right, the order is kind of funny, you know. But then I said to myself, all right, but am I being, like, a get-off-my-lawn dude and only worrying about my generation and not giving these young kids, like, who may, like, you know, these younger artists any any love and respect, right? Thinking about how, like, if you had an older uncle or whatever— who was into you know old school hip hop and you came out with your no man, but you don't know about Piggy Small, and he was like, Man, nobody care about that dude, right? Like what? Like, and you having the same conversation. So I tried to like be okay to the young kids, because I don't really listen to new music to be to be fully transparent. A lot of these young dudes that are 18, 19 years old, I'm like, I don't even know who they are. But I thought overall, list was cool. Some definitely some definite omissions, and I got some quibbles with with order. But overall, I thought it was nice, and and it's a good conversation. The other thing is, and I know we'll get into it, is what, what do we mean when we say New York and defining New York rap, right? Like, is it the sound of New York rap? Which I think changed over time, right? Like, I think it was a certain sound in the 70s and 80s, 90s a certain sound, and then we got into that glossy, puffy era where it changed a bit, right? And then it changed again. And it used to be where you can define rappers by their region. You knew when you turned on a song, you even know who it was, You're like, oh, that's a Midwest cat, or oh, that's a Southern rap dude, or oh, that's a West Coast guy. Now, all rap kind of sounds a lot alike, right? Very trappy and all that, so I think it's interesting to talk about when we say defining the New York rap sound versus is this just a New York artist? Like Jay or Nas or Big, like, yeah, they're New York guys, So, but not every song they put out is a quote-unquote New York rap sounding song.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I'd, I'd absolutely, I'd absolutely agree with that. Um, I, for me, I'll say this. I think the New York sound to me, a thing that's defined the New York sound is, um, obviously, obviously, New York artist has to be a part of it. But I think just sonically, and I, I explained this in our chat the other day. I feel like the sound is gritty drums, the use, the mix, and this is former. This is going into nineties because Gerard is right. The sound is not like that today. Uh, the use of scratches and heavy on jazz samples. That's kind of been a staple of the new york sound now that has evolved but i will say that even if you look at some of the more modern records the newer records by younger people on this list even when they invoke some sounds of trap in it there still is that grittiness to it that kind of ties into new york and that's why i think you saw certain songs on this list that were from some younger artists that kind of still hit into that Um, so i feel like that, that that is still the essence of the new york sound in my opinion at least there's an essence of it i think it's changed but the essence kind of still always remains the same. Like an example for me would be like a uh, all the way up, even though it's a more recent song, Fat Joe, and as an older artist, um, still having the uh, the horns in that song, even though the, the drums are more a little more modern and means more to trap, the horns in that song still define a New York sound. And that, that was on the list. Uh, my issues that I had with some of the list was, I th- I was kind of the same as you, Gerard. I thought some of this, there were certain songs that I felt like definitely should have been higher than where they were that I feel were iconic New York songs. Maybe some of it is my bias of what I loved in that time, but the song I think was like Electric Relaxation was mm-hmm. 79. And I'm like, that is a beat. Like to me, the songs that define it, are they're so strongly defined because the beat on its own strongly defines yes. the New York sound. Sonically. Sonically. Yeah. Electric Relaxation, take the lyrics out. That beat is Iconic New York. Shook Ones Part 2, which actually is the number one me, song on this, yes. is Iconically <laughs> New York. New yes. York State of Mind, Nas, those are just iconic New York sounds just straight off of the the beat itself. So, you know, when I saw stuff like that low, I had a little bit of issues. But I actually thought these this this list, Vulture, I thought they kind of nailed the top ten. Um, there will be some controversy with some people with Bob, Bobby Schmurter's hit single. Uh, <laughs> Hot was in the... Um, High N word was in the top ten of six. I th- I didn't have a major problem with it because it's a, that was a huge record in New York, and kind of ushered in this new New York hard sound. So I didn't have a problem with it, but I liked it. Murph, what did you, what did you think about the about the list? Because um, you know, no. la- yeah, go ahead. I mean,
3: first first, it's like what are we what are we talking about? Like what do what do they mean? Like what what you know thing the the top. The top Songs that that uh, represented New York sound. I mean,
2: you know, well, when I think when I, the, the list says the one hundred songs that define New York rap ranked.
3: It's not a sound; it's an attitude. Right. No, I agree. So, so an attitude. The way I think of it is like a song that blew up in New York, mm-hmm. um, became like a New York kind of anthem first, and then and then transcended. Everywhere, like, you know, across the everybody else picked up on it because, you know, because it was like, uh, you know, a new, you know, the, that classic New York sound and it, and it resonated around the country. So I'm thinking of stuff like that. And when I think of New York rap, you know, I'm thinking like lyrics, um, you know, you know, the, the different kind of slang and of course, like raw beats that that's what, that's what I think of. Um, so, yeah, I agree that that the list, there's a hundred songs on the list, so I think they got most of the songs that you would think of there, but it's just the, it's like, some of it I have an issue, like, I have an issue with the Bobby Schmurter being number six, because, yeah, while I agree, that was a New York, you know, classic New York song, which I liked a lot, but the one of the reasons it was so big was because the New York sound had left, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, Mm. it was like the first one, Mm. first, first, like, New York, Gritty song that blew up in a long time. So maybe, so maybe it should be higher than than you would think. Here's an example of something I don't get though. Like when you get to like 25 and 26, they got Lil Kim crush on you, which I love that song, but I don't know why that's that's like a especially a New York song. Yeah,
1: yeah you know, like I, I, I'm with you with, on that. With you on and that. And then
3: to have then to have top billing, which is definitely <laughs> right. like that's that's the top billing got to be like top ten. You know, I mean, it's, a, it, a, yeah. it's, so, it's so New York and such a classic that 50 Cent, you know, made a song on that's also should be on this list based yeah. off that beat alone. Or, so
1: or Mary J. Blige, Real Love, right? the so, same sample yeah. off of that. Yeah.
3: So I'm like, you know, you know, I would have a like, I don't get why Lil' Kim Crush on You is there. Um, even Even Cream. Great, great song by Wu-Tang. But is that the most New York? Of, um, all, their songs.
1: of yeah. all their songs, even on that album, I, I'm I'm fine with it being on the list. I definitely think it's going to be on the list, and I think a lot of it has to do with kind of that point I was making, Murph. Right, like that's such an iconic beat. That beat is iconic New York beat. Um, do I think it's the most New York Wu Tang song? No, I don't think so. But it's it's definitely it's definitely deserved to be on the list. I have no problem. I actually really feel like "Crushing" you shouldn't be on the list because of the point you made. It, it's it's a New York artist. It yes. was probably the blow-up <clears throat> single for Kim nationwide, no no but I don't no. think when you listen to it, you're like
2: I don't think New York.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> and I, I, I think I think that's I think that's a problem with it. I will say this going back to the Schmurter joint before we get Brian's thoughts on this. I think you make a good point, Jamal, in the fact that it deserves to be where it is, and it is a fact that it is easily the biggest song with that gritty New York sound that is blown up nationally probably easily in the last i don't know 15 to 20 years easily so i think that's why people placed it but maybe we've placed it too high too early i didn't have a major problem with it because i kind of understand why people look at it that way because its impact was huge but maybe it's a little too high too early and i think that would be fair brian what did you think about the list and uh since you're younger than everybody else here (laughs) um you know some of the, the younger, younger than everyone else, but I'm the one having
0: fucking internet problems. Yeah, you are,
1: and audio right. problems because you're just yelling into the mic and you hurt all our ears. Jesus! There we go. A lot better. Get the mic away from your face.
0: Now we'll nah, it's different when you're on your phone because fucking you know certain companies like Spectrum can not get their fucking shit together.
1: Right? Well, glad I glad I don't Spectrum. I was going to say, Spectrum going to be sponsoring this podcast. Oh, I can't, I can't, I actually you know. can't say, I can't say too much about them too bad. I'll get to that another time. Yeah, go ahead.
0: In respect to all, let me see, six, seven, 12, 11, I think 11 people uh, who worked on this list and Vulture for putting it out. Um, I hate the order. I'm just going to be straight up. I, I hate the order of it. Uh, peso, uh, ASAP Rocky is 97. It shouldn't be on this list. <laughs> uh <laughs> is way too low um no sleep till brooklyn is probably too low definitely too, is too low itty bitty piggy is not even Nicki minaj's most sounding new york song and to be honest with you this is not really a new york song even though it's from 2009 uh chinks rest in peace i'm a coke boy feature in french montana like i understand what we do with artists when they die that shouldn't be on this list. If you're talking about 100 songs that really embody New York City in that way, my biggest issue on this list is the Azalea Banks song. A lot of people don't even know Azalea Banks makes music. They just know her for her antics. And I'm going to be gentle because she was actually posting some weird stuff on social media recently that, you know, hopefully that she's doing all right now. But um I've probably heard four of her songs ever, this being one of them, and I forgot that it existed. It didn't even perform that well in America, but it performed well internationally, which means that it's probably more of an international-sounding song. Because when I hear it, I want to party in, like, Denmark or Amsterdam. I don't think about Harlem. She's Is it like, Denmark you know what I mean? or Amsterdam?
2: What you, what you know about
1: partying in Denmark and Amsterdam? Yeah. I mean, Brian,
2: listen, B, <laughs> B, when, you, when, when you're ready, we can go to Copenhagen, my dude. We have a good time. Hop on <laughs> some bikes.
0: You know what I mean? November is kind of important to determine the future of travel in this country. But I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. The Pro- problem that.
2: with Copenhagen is I don't think you rock with the uh, clientele, shall we say, over there. I don't know, but you got to expand your mind. Yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's so, funny. So, it's funny though because a friend wait, of mine. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me and before, before,
0: before I even get into like what I really want to get into, I just want to say this too. They pretty much nailed this top ten. I will say that order we can quibble with. I would have New York State of Mind number one. Ship One's number two, uh. But whatever. Like the message is up there by Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. Um, I'm trying to remember what else was in the top ten. But my omissions, and I have a lot of them. I have Survival of the Fittest. Survival of the Fittest by Mob Deep. Absolutely. That's deep. Cr- that's crazy.
1: When, that's not on there. When I crazy. Think
0: of Mobb deep, I think of Mobb Deep, I think of three records. I think of Shook 1's Part 2, I think of Survival of the Fittest, I think of Quiet Storm Part 2 with Lil' Kemp. Those are the first three records I think of. Quiet Storm is on this list, but it's like 39 or something like that. Very low. I would would argue that that's 5. And look, you could say like, oh, but you can't have too many of this artist, too many of this artist, but look, those artists are legendary and great for a reason. I don't care about balance when I'm making a best 100 list, period. Which brings me to my next song, my next song, If I Rule the World. I mean, to me, that very new york sounding yeah I, um, yeah
1: that's a good one
0: not poppy song but like a new york sounding commercial record like oh, i can tell that the that it's a commercial record made by a new york artist um and yeah. lauren hill is from jersey so close enough right. uh lighters up by lil kim
2: so that, that should have pop- been on there instead of uh crush on you right i would have gone if you yeah lighters, i agree i, like,
1: right, I agree go. i agree that should have been that that's and, the kim song you go with if you're gonna put a, a New York Kim song, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Lighters Up by Lil Kim was a massive, massive record on uh, Naked Truth, which I mean, controversially became a Five mic album. Should not have been Dexter talking joke. about. <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it was but Five mic album, but you know, so. Lighters, Lighters Up still to me is one of the hardest records I've ever heard in my life. Um, yeah. Made You Look, another Nas record that I felt like should have been
1: on there. Just I on, that was, I thought that, that was talking, a fair one.
0: If you're talking about sound, if you're talking about the feel of New York, if you're talking about the music video, you know what I mean? What's All the world? Is it,
1: did The World Is Yours make this list? I don't think it yeah, did. Yeah, it did? Yeah. Oh, it did. Okay. It did. Okay. It, I, I was about to say. It was, it's
3: like in the 50s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would put Major
0: Look above, above, above uh, The World Is Yours in terms of New York sound. I probably
1: oh, would. Back to Kim. I, I think I might put no time
2: on I had a crush on you for New York
1: sound. I mean, I think it's a better choice. I right? think Big Mama yeah. Thing is a better choice. I can put that there too. Um, yeah. Hey,
0: sorry, I'll about that. And Money Power Respect was low on this list too. I yeah. felt like that would have been higher. Since we're talking about Little Kim, you know, that's another thing I would bring up. Uh, just like music, Eric Sermon. To mm-hmm. me, that's kind of. So we talked about what's the sound in New York, right? And Dexter, you mentioned the jazz samples and things like that. Marvin Gaye sample on that.
1: Mm-hmm. with Marvin
0: Gaye on it. Like to me, that's a New York summer record. And it okay. came out in the summer of 2002. It sure um, did. Yeah. And my favorite artist ever, Keith Murray, haha, callbacks callback to the previous St. Hard to Tell podcast episode, uh, has a verse on the remix of that. So, yeah. Uh, oye mi canto. Come on, yo. It's so. No. Like, oye, yo, yo.
2: Listen, you, you know what? Oye mi canto. De- Yo, yeah. Yeah, that I don't
1: know how that was left off. Damn, I mean, God, though, like
2: that is that is like shout people to talk my about Parisian Dominicanos, that's all my Latino uh, brothers uh, and sisters.
0: Right. People talk about New York being a melting pot, right? What song more embodies it than that record? Right? Yeah, that, that was that's
2: people my, that's my think, jam too.
0: I don't remember a thing Nori said in that record, and I love
3: Nori.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> the hook. Everyone remembers the hook. That's oh, just yeah, a song. Exactly. Yeah. You know what to say you know you're outside at a barbecue you know what i'm saying
3: like you just know i at the barbecue could have been up there.
1: was like did live at the barbecue not, did it make this list i
3: don't think so oh,
0: oh and that see that would have been a good early 90s nomination i have All three right. more and then i'll give it back to y'all uh, in the club by 50 cent
1: which that uh,
2: York? was that just uh, that's just like a party anthem that anywhere no matter where you at like that just gets great production.
1: I hear too much West Coast still Dre in the baseline with the with the guitar and that, so I don't that doesn't do it for me. I'm the, I don't miss that there. Well,
0: I'm most I'm also remembering how often I heard it in New York when it was out. Now it could have been just because like whatever Fifty Cent and it was a club record or whatever,
2: and it's Hot 97 and whatever. And it, you know,
0: I'll put in the club over some of the records that are on here. I'll put it that way. The, is the, Wankster on there? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Um, Triumph, which we talked about in, yeah. a, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the DM. I think that's and, a very uh,
1: overrated they, song, but that's a whole nother story.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, a couple of, and then Empire State of Mind, a song that I don't really like. Uh, yep. It's one of the most overplayed songs in history. Well,
3: but it's a New it's York York song, thing.
0: right? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's a certified version of New York State of Mind. It's what white people think of New York when they hear Uh, thing about New York City, like that's what they – and I'm saying that with love. I'm not saying that as a disparaging thing. I'm like – like think of New York State of Mind, probably I think of Oye Mikanto, you know what I'm saying? Why think (laughs) of New York State of Mind because they they think New York is bright lights, big city because they don't want to go to certain neighborhoods.
2: Well, and and to your point, Brian, Empire (laughs) State of Mind replaces – I mean it's such a crossover hit. It had – it replaced – Frank Sinatra's New York, New York as the New York anthem, right? Like, New York, Frank Sinatra's New York, New York is no longer a thing, right? Like, and you know that when Yankee Stadium, they play Empire State of Mind instead of, right? Like, because that, that's the song, right? Like, that is, and, and it, it happened right after 9-11, which, of course, is a defining thing for this city. So it, that makes a lot of sense to me that if you're trying to do, like, a, a, a define New York, that song definitely defines New York.
1: And each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. I I'd agree. With that. I agree. But I think. I think it's. Oh, sorry, Murph. I'll say one thing. I do, and I think Brian brought this up yesterday. I think it's actually crazy because of that statement that Jay doesn't have a song here higher than 41. His highest song is Dead Presidents. One of the glaring omissions to me is where is where I'm from? How is that not on there? That is a <laughs> gritty, grimy, Jay-Z song right. that's iconic. How you don't have that on there is insane to me. Go ahead, man. I
3: also think that you know it's hard for me to even put any like straight-up radio hits on here because that's not what I think about when I think about New York hip-hop. There, I had a friend of mine... Had to be like four or five years ago. Good friend of mine down south. He's a producer. Uh, you know, done some stuff with Ninth, Ninth Wonder, and he asked me to put to, to give him a playlist of some like just raw New York stuff. And it's like four or five years ago. So I found the playlist. I called it Cold Night in Brooklyn, right? Mm. So I won't name them. There's 20 songs, but you know, I got Bucktown. I got. Uh, Bucktails not on here. No, it is. No, it's on there. It's, it's Bucktails on there. On there. Oh, I was how, how many? How many MCs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got my lifestyle. Fat Joe. Um, Cannabis, I think, has to be on there somewhere. I put. Mm-hmm. I put second round knockout. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm from. Yep, of course. So that Sugar Hill, AZ. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, I un- don't stand that on there. Un- it's un- a good un- one. Unbelievable, yeah. big. big. I thought when you when you look at that album, that's like that New York.
1: Yeah. Know, that's the
3: new sounding record. That's the, the one song. on that. You know, I agree. And, uh, Sean Price should be on there somewhere. I love the uh, Meth Meth vs Chef. That was just raw, grimy off of Meth's album back mm-hmm. in the day. Uh, World is yours is on there. New York. I even put New York, New York, Dog Pound. Oh, oh wow! Right. When they crush the building. Yeah. yeah. They
2: crush
1: Keep the
0: it the the should be on here also. And uh, I, do you put? Would you put uh, Brooklyn by Most Def on here?
1: I, I, I would, I would yeah do that. that song is so long and it has so many different elements to it yeah. but yeah i put it on there I, I, especially it is, especially the last part over the royal air sample yeah i definitely put that on there yeah. it, it is uh, interesting what we're off, talking about up my, up my end. oh yeah i mean sh- that's, that's a new york a, that's a definitely yeah. a new york how joke. did
2: that not make what, it what we're saying though right because like look but the reality of all this is is that it's two It's a two-part thing right vulture number one is got to appeal to a mass and a wider audience, right? If you, look at, if you look at a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, and it kind of dovetails into our conversation we're having off mic about how you curate your social media to people that think like you, like we're down a specific rabbit hole right now on stuff that people like us listen to and like. But if Vulture's making a because think about it, their thing is if somebody from Kansas pulls up this on their on their phone and they like want to get them, all right, I want to listen to a bunch of New York songs. They probably ain't going to rock with a bunch of stuff that we said. But a lot of the stuff on this list, they'll be like, all right. So it's got to have that balance of commerciality in there. So right. they're like, all right, this is something we'll rock with. And again, music, ultimately, as we all know, is so subjective, right? Like, I mean, it's just what someone thinks is a masterpiece. Somebody
1: else is like, that's good, but ain't all that, right? It's just a, it's a weird thing. I, th- I will say this to that. I think what's glaring on this list is, and I, I think they wanted to put in some of the younger artists. So you saw... Bobby Schmurter, you saw mm. Cardi B for Bodak Yellow, yep, right, right. obviously one of the other big songs that came, even though I don't feel like that's necessarily a New York sounding song, it was a big New York record. Um, I-, I think seeing that you, when I look at the list, it kind of goes up to Jamal says, you kind of realize there really hasn't been that many big hits out of New York with that sound, or there really hasn't been that many artists that have stepped forward. I think it's really just, you know, there's some Cardi B, Bobby Schmurder, Pop Smoke had a couple, a couple in there, and he's had some hits before he passed away. Um, that that went in even though his music's yeah. not really my cup Listen of tea. On the
0: list by Young M. A. Ooh. Yeah, that was a that, that was
1: a that was an omission I thought that I thought was bad. I thought Ooh should have been on the list. I think that's one of the better records have come out in New York in a while. That hadn't been on there. also another one I'll also add is I thought Joey Badass's Wave should have been on the list. I thought that was a, a, a it maybe didn't get as big, but in terms of defining the sound, that was a song I heard in 2012 and was like, oh. Yeah, here's what New York sounds like in his back. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where it is. I guess we can wrap this up by saying, when we look at this list, should you be encouraged about the future of songs that define New York, or not as encouraged because this list is very much heavy in the past? If you if you kind of look yeah. at that, and I think it's fair to say that when you look at the list, it's very heavy in the past. And is there really hope for the future in terms of the New York sound?
2: Well, I I think it's, it's all relative now, right? Like we talked about how before rap was, it was geographical, right? Like you knew by geography, like it was a sound and it was regional, like, because it is the dominant and the mainstream, it, it like hip hop is pop culture now. Like, right. Like it used to be something like in the 80s, it was like, all right, it's that underground thing. I don't want my kids listening to this stuff no more. Like, no, you go into any suburb in America, hip hop is the predominant music you are hearing being played, right? And what that says to me is that a area defining the sound is not really going to be likely anymore, right? Because it's all so much homogenized, right? Because think about pop music. You hear one type of song, and then literally every other artist that's hot that comes out makes a song that sounds just like that first one, right? That's just that's that's the music game. Because ultimately, they're in the business of selling. Used to be records, but selling downloads, right? So if they know this song gets a billion downloads, we got to create ten more songs just like that one. And that's, that's, the, that's the mindset they do. Unless you're some independent artist and you can do your own thing and you don't give a fuck about selling records, then you, then you might do a, a sound. But if you're trying to make that money, no, no, no. You're going to follow whatever it is that's making the money right
0: now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the sound for New York, I mean, is pretty much – I mean, the sound for everywhere is evolved and kind of blended together. Like even if you hear current albums, to me the New York sounding artists right now are just Griselda and Sky Zoo. Are probably doing it better than anyone else in terms of what a true New York sound is.
3: Uh, M- I listen to Nas. Men- yeah, yeah. M- yeah, yeah,
0: Young and M- M- and then I listen to Nas's King's Disease album. And you know, there like 21 uh, twenty-seven summers has some obviously trap elements to it, southern elements to it. But there are a bunch of songs in there that I'm like, oh, this is a New York record. Like Blue Benz is a New York record. Car eighty-five is a New York record. The Cure is a New York record. Um, the intro is a New York record. Like, you know, it, it's all over the album, but I think the sound is going to continue to evolve into a different place. And I think in future lists, people are going to reach to, you know, appeal to, as Gerard mentioned, the masses and just recency bias as a whole. Like, I just think that's what it's going to be. So we'll see. But I, I think that, you know, I give him props for the top 10 and as far as future lists i mean we'll see i uh, just you know vulture vulture also put a a ranking of jay-z's records worst to best and you know that one, we can <laughs> cool with that one.
1: I, I gotta check i gotta done. check that out then yeah
2: it it, it, it wasn't great but shelly cochran who, who's part of this list we got to get her on one of these shows we do she's, she's she's cool people and really she used to work in the industry so like she'll, she knows like her music like shit she'll be like all right let me tell you why this record didn't happen because of xyz and all that like yeah, and it's uh,
0: hard. Ho- and hopefully that happens because, like you know, hopefully it happens when my fucking connection is better.
1: <laughs> you're great. so you're so mad at this connection. <laughs> Wait, is this is is this? A, I'm looking at did Vulture do this? It's the ranked his songs, all 274 of his songs from best yeah, of worst. I saw a
3: Nas list like that too somewhere. I,
1: yeah, you know what? Not, you know what's funny? I'm, I I did right? I did see this I did see this before, and I do remember saying this at the time. The one thing I, I do remember about this list is they absolutely nailed Jay Z's worst song. The 285 <laughs> is absolutely 285, and that is anything off of Kingdom Come, and that is the worst Jay Z song yes. I've ever heard, undoubtedly. And they got that right. Now cool. I do remember, I do remember having issues with this list where there were some great songs I thought that were way too low. Um, yeah, Kingdom yeah. Come, of course.
2: I think every every fan of Jay Z and every man of hip hop will agree that is his worst album by far.
1: I do not think that's his worst album, actually.
2: Oh. I Which think, is worst album? I think Magna Carta is his Magna worst Carter. album. I, I, I thought you were gonna go. I, I was like,
1: okay.
0: It's if you, it's you, you it's said one of those two, I'd be like, all right, all right. It's yeah. in my bottom three of Jay Z. It's definitely in my bottom three, but because it's, it's 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 it. I haven't really like these are all, to me these are all pretty bad albums. Uh, Kingdom Come, Blueprint Three, and Magna oh, Carta. Blueprint,
1: Blueprint, Blueprint Three is underrated. underrated. Yeah, you bugging Blueprint. on that. I think you're bugging We're on that. Very overrated album. Yeah. Is it? Very I don't think it's I, think it's, I think it's, I think it's solid. I also
2: think that Dark Fantasy is overrated, so I can't really talk to him on this. So
1: Well, so, well, so do I. I think Dark Fantasy is a little overrated. <laughs> you, you're well into, I know, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what'd you say, Brian? What'd you say? He hasn't really aged either. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I don't, I've explained, we had this when we had Gerard in the pod before. And I explained but, this what I explained this before what I felt when I talked when we were up with Bomani Jones and Pablo. It's I don't too many it's heavy for you. I know it's too many little no too feature heavy for me. But it's really good album. It was definitely Kanye's best work since graduation. It's definitely you could put it in his top three to four. It is not no means. I just don't think it's classic the way other people do. That doesn't mean I don't think it's a very good album. There's two different things. So when I say right. overrated, yeah. I mean we're literally splitting hairs. Like I think it's here, and other yeah. people have it here. Like that's it. Like
0: to me, a classic album is a nine and above. A lot of people have that album as nine and above. I think it's probably eight or eight point five.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same. I'm kind of in the same well. And I'm not gonna. But but if somebody says it's a nine, I don't think they're necessarily crazy. Like I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I kind of see where somebody gets there. We're talking probably about a song or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm not gonna really argue with anybody about it.
2: So listen. So so Paul today on my run, and I was like,
0: ooh, yeah. <laughs> Paul, that's my favorite song on there. I, was like, I, I, was
2: I can
1: crazy. see why Brian's Brian's favorite song. Pro- I can tell. Listen, listen. we know why, Brian. <laughs> why? Why? It's got the it's got Brian energy. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I, I plus, so. plus,
1: I like to I like to believe that you walk around so appalled about a lot of things. About a lot of things. <laughs> like, like that's just that's just something I would believe. One time for your mom. One time. One time for your mom. One time one time for your mind this week keeping it to a whole hip-hop episode and uh album's been out for a little bit Brian and I wanted to talk about it uh Conway the machine mm. his shady records debut from a king to a god dropped we've had some time to sit with this and you know Brian and I we, we sometimes you know we have some stuff we might split hairs and feel differently but we're pretty close on this album. Um, I don't know about you, B, but I came away listening to this, and I was like, okay, I'm impressed. And I will say something to the listeners that I had said to Brian a couple weeks ago. I talked about Conway and his talent as a rapper and what he's done in Griselda, and I compared him to somebody uh, from sort of my era of growing up listening to hip-hop, and I said, you know, Conway reminds me of sort of today's Beanie Siegel. Mm. Uh, It was a
0: comparison I loved, by the way. Yeah,
1: and somebody that's got a real gritty street sound, real gritty bars, but also can give you a little bit of great introspection. And I think Conway has a really good balance of that. I'd like to see him lean a little bit more sometimes in introspection, but he did uh, on this album, I think on a song with Brian's boy, Freddie Gibbs, Seen Mm. Everything But Jesus, really, really good song. In fact, Mm -hmm. probably I would argue two of my... Fifteen or twenty favorite songs of this year, uh, in terms of hip hop, are with Conway and Freddie Gibbs. Also, Freddie Gibbs had a song with Conway on his project uh, with Alchemist called "Babies and Fools," that I think is a really dope song. Um, also a very introspective, heavy song too. Um, but with all that being said, this is a really good project from Conway, man. A and re- I say that I mean a really, really good project from Conway that seemed a lot more focused. If you've been following his work through his Griselda releases, mixtapes, and you know. Um, you know non-traditional albums that they've been putting out here independent albums here and there this one seemed really focused is really focused on this pro- Conway's really focused on this project um, comes in for those who have not listened to it at 14 tracks um there are three skits the skits were added uh, and a song was removed. Two uh, skits only, I think. Two, is it two skits only, or is it two, two
0: and one and one that's added to the end of I think Forever, Drop Forever Dropping T. Forever Dropping Tears. Because it was originally supposed to be three. Then I think they just added the third one where Shay speaking right uh, at the end of that song, right, which the end of makes that song. it. I think I think that's probably why the song is like
1: seven minutes. Seven yeah. minutes, right? And I think it was supposed to be fifteen tracks, and it wasn't, right? And yeah. So you have that, and you know, obviously DJ Shay, rest in peace. Uh, down with the Griselda crew. Have produced some tracks that you might know from their work, and also did a lot of work in getting them on the map to where they are now. Yo, um, heard heard
0: uh, Tana talk two because I sent you the link today. Uh, I saw Tana that. talk two on YouTube. I was listening to it a little bit. Benny Benny put that out in 2009, I believe, and it's just on YouTube. Someone just uploaded it, shouting out DJ Shea on different songs throughout that too. And I think there were a couple of Conway verses that you heard. Obviously, that was before like he got shot. So he sounds a little bit different, but, like, that was interesting to hear as well. So, yeah, R.I.P. DJ Shay.
1: I, I think that's the other thing I've been impressed, and I have say listening to the Conway album over the years, is that, you know, um, obviously people don't know Conway was shot in the back of the head. He has Bell's palsy, which is slightly uh, affected, paralyzed, I forget which side of his face. But it's amazing how he's had to adjust his rapping career from that and how still he's able to be very clear and understanding and still great with his flow and everything else has come with that. Um, and I mean, like if you if you're a fan of bars and you're a fan of gritty bars, and Conway brought it on this album. I mean, he brought it. If you like, if you came here looking for the Griselda sound, mm. that dark, gritty New York sound, as we talked about earlier in this episode, then yeah. you got it on this album. Um, look, there's a lot of standout tracks on here. Brian and I just talked before we just decided to do the segment and talking about the fact that we don't really have much that we're skipping on this album outside of the mm-hmm. you know the interludes. I think it's interludes not no disrespect to what Shay put into this, but you know, over some time I might be like, I don't necessarily care to listen to that in the flow of the album. Not that they're bad or anything, because they're not. And Yeah, but actually... you just want to keep it to the songs. I right. Um uh, but as far as as far as the songs go, you know, for me maybe there's two songs I'm kind of like I would skip. And I'm gonna say they're not this. I've always talked about this before. Brian knows about this. Yes. I call, there's a thing I call cleaning the house skippers, yeah. right? Cleaning the house skippers mean the song is so bad that if you were cleaning your house and you were playing this joint or whatever your system is in your house, would you go over to your phone or whatever it is to skip the song? That's called, that's to me a really bad skipper. This doesn't have a cleaning the house skipper, okay? I can clean right, the house right. and play it through, right? It doesn't have that, oh man, yo, because when I'm cleaning the house, I'm going to let people know, don't, yo, don't eff up my vibe, man. Don't yeah. kill my vibe on it, because if the song's killing my vibe, I'm going right over to skip that. And I don't wanna have to do that. So generally when I play albums to clean the house, I play albums where I'm not gonna have to do that. So yeah. this, you know, I feel like that's a very strong testament I can give to this album. It does not have that kind of song. A lot of quality music. Um, very impressed with Conway on this album. I think this is gonna be up there in our albums of the year. Obviously we have a little bit more to go. Uh, but it's gonna be up there. We'll see. So B, how did how did it sit with you? Uh, after listening? You know, because we've sounded it for a while now, which I'm glad we didn't rush into our reactions to this, but how is it sitting with you still today?
0: And people who listen to the show and watch the show know that if we're going to do this with an album, we must re- either really like the album or be really disappointed by the album because we don't talk about <clears throat> every single album on the show. Uh, that's just what it is. Uh, if you want to lure me into your album, give me an intro that makes me feel like I want to fight somebody. Right. So with 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 Conway, with Kanye, when I hear the beginning of the beginning of From King to a God, the first song is from from King. Right. I hear the beat. There's not a snare in there. Uh, The dude is talking in the beginning and it's like, oh, if if my test for a really good intro, not all the time, because like sometimes you get the you get the introspective intro, kind of what Nas did on King's disease. Right. My test for a really good intro that's going to get my heart pumping is, could I see somebody coming out to this for a fight? And and kind of like the truth with Beanie Siegel, the song titled The Truth, yeah. uh, which is the first thing on there. It's like, oh, right away, like you you could see somebody from Philadelphia like Hank Lundy coming out to fight to that <laughs> song. Right. So we're from King, which is one of is, is is my first or second most played song off the album. Love it. And then I'm not going to go through the entire track list, but a couple of my favorites. We'll get into it. Lemon, which we've already talked about on this show. Ooh. Meth Man, verse of the year candidate. Conway's verse also very good on that song.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, what's it called? Oh, and and from King also has one of my favorite lines on the whole album, the one about uh, giving his shoot, all his shooters the green light. He's Dan He's Tony. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> That, those four bars. Oh, that's that's just great writing. And as a journalist, I could appreciate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, juvenile Hell was something that grew on me a little bit. Yeah. Like, when I first heard it, I was like, OK, you know, I kind of thought whatever it is. But now, like Havoc, as my brother says, is one of the most underrated producers probably ever. I that agree. Is a really good beat. That is a really good freaking beat. Uh, and it's good to hear from Lloyd Banks. Yo, ha-
1: Havoc, I will say that Havoc, Havoc did his thing on the production, man. I mean, and I agree with you, brother. Shout out to Havoc. Actually, side story, I think I've told you this before. I don't know if i told this podcast. Once sat next to Havoc on a plane flying to South by Southwest, ran, random joint, and I think Static Selector came on the plane and thought that I was with Havoc, and... He came over to give Havoc a pound, a pound and he gave me a pound too. And of course I gave him a pound like I was supposed to be rolling there with Havoc. I mean, talk to Havoc, he was cool, nothing that bothered him the whole flight, but it was he was cool. Havoc, and, yeah, totally underrated producer, but he the production on this is great. Just production and, and, and,
0: and Havoc kind of looks like Floyd Mayweather. Um, what's it called? Front Lines is probably my most favorite. It's probably my most played song on the album and one of my favorites. The second verse on Front Lines Maybe my favorite verse on the whole on the whole record. Maybe on the entire album. Well,
1: Where take he, well taking out Method Man's verse, but yes, I get I get you.
0: Right. Well, it, but just in terms of like the commentary, like that's Conway's social commentary. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. And yeah. it's, it's, it is introspective and things like that. The front lines, this is great, and the second verse, twenty four bars, it was exceptional. Um, Spurs three, Benny's verse, one of my favorites. His final bar. Also, one of my favorites on the entire album. Uh, I, it, it's not only directed at uh, Takashi Six Nine, I feel like, but it's directed to dudes just like, like that. Like
1: him, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I know you. I know you're there for the calling out of that.
0: I can't stand that dude. I can't believe that he's from Bushwick. Um, and seen boy. everything, seen everything, but Jesus with Freddie Gibbs and then Forever dropping tears. Those are probably my. F- four or five favorite records however however many i named there. I,
1: I also there's another record i'm gonna add I, I told brian this before i love jesus crisis crisis very underrated producer who i liked on a lot of stuff with the justin league and Ninth like Wonder. wonder uh, one of my favorite bars is actually in that song uh people trying to stop my goals i'm gonna make it messy love that love to play with messy right there's one of my dope dope bars i thought conway had in there really good line just flowing well on that beat um Oh, he gets a primo track to close out this album. Uh yeah,
0: nothing less. Yep. Nothing he, less. Like, the, it, it was great. Like he he was able to get like a lot of A-list production on here. Obviously Derringer, who yep. does a lot of the in house stuff and for Griselda. But then we mentioned uh Conway and DJ Premier and Eric Sermon also. Yeah, Eric Sermon. Sermon who's who's one of my favorite
1: producers. What song? what song did Eric Sermon produce again?
0: I think he did uh Forever was for, Forever, Forever Drop Dropping in tears. tears, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check this, just to make sure. But as now, like getting into just where this sort of ranks, because this is some we've we digested this a little bit more comparison to uh, when we did our Nas review. Although everything I said in that Nas review still stands, if not more so, because that album continues to get better with age. In terms of my like my knee jerk reaction was this is like an eight eight and a half out of ten. Uh, and to me. Like, I'm not somebody who's just giving everything a nine, nine and a half. So, I'm not saying that to be like disrespectful or whatever, because I don't know if we've really had a true classic album this year other than maybe King's Disease, which I'm still sort of not, you know, there with it yet. Mm. This to me is as good as any album that's come out this year. And if I had to put like my top five albums of the year so far, this is probably second. For me so far King's Disease uh, From King to a God And then after that I don't know I'm still kind of Playing with the order But Boldy James's album Is there The first one um, The Price of Tea in China uh, We know what the, I know what the other two is We've talked about this Oh Alfredo Duh Freddie Gibbs My guy
1: Well don't give away Your whole Don't give away Let people know Your whole list Before we get to December
0: Well it's gonna change this Man, is I hope, Hopefully Maybe okay. not <laughs> and and run and run the jewels for,
1: maybe um,
0: maybe. I'm 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 certain it's gonna change because we're. I think we're getting Cole, I think we're getting Kendrick, That's... one or the other. Oh. I think we're getting Benny and hit. No, we are getting Benny and Hit Boy. Uh, not September 25th like we expected, but in October according to Benny. He's coming. These are all albums that could contend there, and there's still stuff that I missed that I still have to go back
1: to. Yeah, we, and we are we are getting a Skyzoo album. All the brilliant things that's that Sky I know Zoo. he's pretty much friend finishing. Of the, friend of the show, Sky Zoo. Zoo. Yeah, and we will, we will talk. talk fast, we will talk to him once that once that, that drops here three times. Yeah, so, looking to make it four. We'll talk to we'll talk to him for sure once that drops. Um, yeah, I mean it's high and, for me. And,
0: and and by the way, A Z, uh, is probably gonna drop Do or Die too. And
1: who knows? Look, you know, I'll I'll say this real quick on that. Az Brian sent me a little uh, tweet from Az. The little collaboration Kith, he's got going on with hand, Kith. Yeah. A little Kith collaboration he's got going on. And Az is in this in this video. Check it out, people. Know, Az has it tweeted out, Kith has tweeted it out. Um, he's spitting some bars acapella in the studio. It's kind of cut, you know, in, in different ways. But like, you know, Az sounded lyrically sharp, man. He sound like he's got the Gensu sword ready, like he's ready to go. And I'm like okay there,
0: there are not 10 dudes i would pick to hear before az in terms of like acapella for a 60 second commercial like there are not 10 <laughs> dudes i'm picking before I'm,
1: I'm actually really excited to hear <laughs> I, I i know Nas said he did some stuff for him and he wanted himself some stuff on his album so i expect Nas to be on the album but i'm really excited to hear them on another track um also, wouldn't be surprised if that is on the what we think might be coming in that Nas and Primo album. Not uh, Nas, Nas and A Z on some Primo. I remember he did this. To, yeah, to, I, I'm. To Ray. I'm still doing that. And Nas, just don't Nas, man. Just, just make it happen, bro. Just make it happen, man. Like we, we just make it happen. We just, 10, need, we just, just give us ten. Just ten. Records. Just 10, ten. Ten. That's all we asked for, and that's fine. Look, uh, I'm with you. It's hard for me to see this lower than second in the year for me right now. Um, it's also hard for me to see this album drop anywhere out to top five now. Something other stuff can come out and pass it for sure, but it's hard for me to see that. This is a very strong project. Conway should be proud. I I will go out on a limb and say I mean I think this is easily the best Griselda project that has ever dropped. Period. Um, I, yeah, I I think it definitely is. It's it's so it's the. It's the tightest. It's the most complete. It's got the best concepts on it's it. It's my favorite. Great I'll bars. Say that. It's my favorite. Yeah, I, I don't. You might emotionally feel tied better or something, but I think in terms of quality, this this is it. Um,
0: yeah. Is it? It's, it's either this or maybe the last ten. Of, the last ten to talk.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably, I mean, I'll that. probably that. Or I could argue plugs I met, even though it's an EP. But like in terms yeah. of like, and we were album talking length,
0: yesterday about West Side Guns discography and like Supreme Blind Tell, whereas that right. H, Herm- uh, Hermes Waits.
1: Yeah. Seven, seven, yeah. Hermes, Hermes wears seven. <laughs> I ain't
0: gonna say that. i Excuse me, Hermes name. wears
1: Hitler, wears Hermes, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I realized I was like all tongue tied, nah, but it's, it's good. And I mean, look, look, we'll see. But if you haven't checked it out, uh, check out that Conway, uh, From a King to a God album. Uh, like I said, good production, good bars, features that work uh, on this, really good features on this, actually. Uh, Oh, I am I'm never been the hugest Lloyd Banks fan, but I like Lloyd Banks' feature on Juvenile Hell. Good verse by him there. Uh, Gibbs, as we said, did his thing. Gage Loaf on this album as well, too. Uh, El Camino, uh, Flea Lord, also on this album. Armani Caesar uh, on this album. And Method Man really steals the show. I, I mean, arguably rap feature of the year, arguably verse of the year. I don't think I've still yet heard a better verse than what Method Man has spit this year. Um yeah, yeah.
0: And Armani Caesar's album just dropped, too. I mean, and, yeah. obviously, it's a shorter body of work. It's only 25 minutes of music. But, you know, that's another project that just came out. Came that out. That we both
1: like. Like, yeah, we'll discuss more about that at a later date. But uh, check out that Conway if you haven't, From a King to a God. Uh, good hip-hop episode. And let us know what you think about, uh, you know, the 100 uh, songs that we saw on the Vulture list that define New York hip-hop. Let us know what you think about that and how they did. Uh, so there's some good conversations around it that's it for this episode of the ain't hard stuff podcast be sure to subscribe to us be sure to continue to support us in the ways that you do a lot more good content coming out as we are into fall new season a lot of good stuff coming up and we'll have more for you so until next time y'all peace